Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Astrological Intentions. I am your host, Alex Reevy, along with the galactic girl herself, Sandy Reevy. Say hi. Hi. Hi, Alex. So this is episode 70, and it is November 25th here in the Jazz Fuzz studio. Happy Monday, everybody. Let's get right into it. We have Monday, November 25th, Venus into Capricorn. Responsible with money. Tuesday, November 26th, new moon in Sagittarius. Shoot to the moon. Wednesday, November 27th, Neptune stations direct. The fog is lifting. Thursday, November 28th, Mercury trine Neptune. Beginning to understand. Venus trine Uranus. A beautiful change. Saturday, November 30th, Mercury sextile Saturn. Make projects happen. And then in talisman time, Sandy has finished three very special to celebrate life, to increase the meaning of life, and to increase the upbeat feelings of life. Life, then, life, life, life. <laughs> life, life, life. And we have upcoming November 26th for idealistic ponderings of new and exciting spiritual journeys, to vision through an artist's lens, and to get a grip on understandings. Then on the horizon, we have limited amount of our 2020 calendars left. And in January, we have our Mexico retreat along with a very, uh, very special online webinar, January 25th. Then our journey to Bali begins April 20th. You won't want to miss either one of these retreats. And then finally, in our house, Sandy and I are going to recap on our past tour to Iowa, as well as talk about Sandy's favorite holiday, Thanksgiving. Favorite. So stay tuned for this episode of Astrological Intentions. You got the keys. You got the keys. You got the keys. You got the keys. Hello, hello. Hi, Alex. It's, I'm happy to be home. Yes, it is. It's good to be home. And every time I listen to that intro music, you've got the keys. Anytime now I ask Rocco, my boyfriend, oh, do you have the keys? You know, if we're leaving out, (laughs) we just start breaking out into that song. So I'm with you guys if you guys are doing that as well. Um, Anyway, I wanted to first reach out and go direct to you all. Thank you so much. We are over 15,000 episode downloads. And this is so cool and so special. Wow. I don't even really know what that means, but it sounds cool. That's like 15,000 pretty much hours of people listening to us. So you guys, I... I'm surprised we haven't talked your ears off yet. (laughs) (laughs) Keep listening. We just heard this weekend uh, where we were on our tour, how many people listened to us. It's so great. And came up and introduced themselves to us. Right, right. Okay, so I wanted to quick do an intention bracelet roll call because I haven't done one in a little while. And here we go. We have our newest tribe members. I want to welcome you all to the Intention Beats tribe. Mm -hmm. Pamela, to find stability in all writing projects. Holly, to reconnect with one's emotions to express properly. Juanita, to accumulate all parts into a whole. Allie, to be rooted in family, having a sense of belonging, yet standing as an individual. Sherry P., to aid with spiritual protection. Sherry W., to balance creativity with practicality in the home. Janice, to benefit from long-term financial investments and Susie to be practical and responsible with creative purpose. 
Welcome to the Welcome. tribe. That's some good, good juju going on there. That is really I, I great. Made them all. That's why I know. I <laughs> great choices, all. everyone. I'm so excited. And of course, remember that you can register your bracelets, and we keep in contact with you for the first year of your journey. So this is a this is a special thing. It's a digital journal. It's it's where you can really, from a scale of one to five talk about on a monthly basis how connected you feel with that intention. So I welcome you to do that. Right. And I challenge you to do that. Ooh, <laughs> the gauntlet is yeah. out, everybody. <laughs> so, okay, I also have maybe one of our all-time best pieces of feedback, like one of our best reviews. And really? It was, it's like my heart is is lifted by listening to this, and I'm so excited Um this this person who wrote this, his name's Doug Upchurch, and he's actually coming on our podcast as a guest next week. Yes. So this, I mean, just just listen to this. He's he's just a wizard with words. He says, compassionate and practical expertise. I had the opportunity to work with Sandy in a live and virtual workshop, as well as designing two personal intention malas for myself. Today, I also had a one-on-one reading with her, the first of four quarterly readings I will do over the next year. Each time I work with Sandy, the words compassionate and practical expertise come to mind. As only a wise guide can do, Sandy brings her solid expertise and gives me real-life guidance about the dates that are coming up for me in my chart and how I can prepare for and be ready for them in the most practical way. All of this she does from her heart. As an astrologer, she's a master. As a teacher, she is grounded and accessible. As a human being, she is compassionate and real. I am so grateful for her wisdom and her beautiful beads and talismans she crafts so lovingly with intention for me. I have one mala I use on my healing journey and I wear every doctor's appointment that I have. I get so many questions about it. I love to share the story about Sandy. I have a second mala that I use when I teach my own workshops and I do leadership coaching with my clients. Each one reminds me of who I am and how I want to show up in those environments supported by the intention. I can't recommend Sandy strongly enough. I'm so grateful she is a part of my team of helping professionals that I rank up there with my therapists, doctors, and intuitive healers. Doug, 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 I'm I'm here for you. I'm your I'm a huge cheerleader of yours. Thank you. Yes. And I can see you're a cheerleader of mine. Yeah, really? Uh, that was so. <laughs> that was so wonderful and that's so heartfelt. I mean right. Pom poms out. What I kind of company you. gets reviews like this one? Yeah. So I just heartfelt. I love the compassion. I do. We I feel are so I lucky. feel for you. I feel for everyone I talk to. Yes. And so I am and very you're excited. On, you're coming on next week. I am very excited that he is coming on to the podcast. So he can teach us a little bit about his journey, about what he's what his challenges his are. His podcast. And, and his podcast and how he's choosing to show up because he really brings it. Doug's podcast is called Brave, Real, Loving Human Radio. And yes, it's going to be a pleasure to have him on. So stay tuned, everyone, for that special. Yes. Okay, so let's get into it. In the transits, we have our first transit is Monday, well, today, November 25th, Venus into Capricorn. Yeah, Venus goes into Capricorn at 6.29 p.m., responsible with money. I mean, you know, this is where Venus, loyal, can be can be loyal and dedicated and somewhat somewhat insecure here. 
you know, takes a slow approach to all relationships. It's not one of her favorite places to be. Right. So she'll be here right before Christmas, about December 20th. So maybe that's good for your pocketbook, right? Because be responsible with your money. Uh, throughout the shopping uh, holiday season. You know, make sure that you're purchasing maybe gifts that are uh, resourceful, things that have uh, a kind of rea- do some reality checks that are helpful yeah. in long term. And even like you know, maybe like green where you're, we're not like putting too much towards the, the packaging earth, right. and yeah. and things like that because that earth Capricorn. It's something reusable, something resourceful. It is earth. Capricorn is an earth sign, a cardinal earth sign. So maybe that's a good approach using this um, time while you're watching maybe your pocketbook or you have so many gifts to buy, right? Right. Um, so, so be resourceful. Okay. So um, Tuesday, November yeah. 26, new moon in Sagittarius. This is our new moon at four degrees. This happens at 9.06 a.m. And it's, it's an optimistic moon. Um, but it has healing abilities because it's it's trying to Chiron and Chiron is our wounded healer. These are wounds that we had in our early childhood upbringing. So it's it's a period of time where, you know, if you shoot that arrow at a 45 degree angle and you're you're aiming for something, you just may reach your target. You know, dream with this. It's Jupiter. It's the ruler of this new moon. And Jupiter is finishing the cycle in its own sign where it won't be back for 12 years. So it's kind of this lasting, like, you know, you can almost picture the Jupiter getting on the edge of the arrow and getting ready to go far, you know, like as a farewell. Yeah. And I like how you named it Shoot to the Moon. Shoot to the Moon. I like it. You know, vision it and get close. You may just hit that man in the moon. Nice. Okay. The woman in the moon. (laughs) Whatever you're going after. (laughs) So Wednesday, November 27th, Neptune stations direct. Yeah, this is at 16 degrees. um, Little, it's 15 degrees in some late minutes um, in Pisces. This is at 6.33 a.m. And, you know, all planets retrograde. So Mm -hmm. this is the one that's been retrograde since third week in June, around June 22nd when it went retrograde. So it's been five months. This is the ruler of the sea. This is Neptune. So the waters have been a little bit murky here. Yeah, it's it's not doing his job. And now he's gets to turn forward. He's actually stopped. He's been stopped here for maybe a week or two. And now he's making this turn and he's turning forward into new ground or shall I say a new waterways. A new tide is changing. (laughs) He's making new progress. Okay. Um, So what has come up for you over this last five months, over this time, you know, that makes it now where you're more now that you notice because you're now more motivated to actually tread new areas. And Um, it's maybe becoming a little bit more clear where those areas are. Because you've gone back to grab anything that you had dropped off or couldn't see or couldn't find at the time, went backwards. You know, it's in a water sign, Pisces. It's the ruler of Pisces, you know, Neptune. The ruler of the sea is in the sea. 
mm-hmm. in Pisces. So mm-hmm. very nice. And it's a very flowing time. And any of the other water signs, which there are two other ones, Cancer and Scorpio. So if anyone has a, a natal planet or a sun sign or any any really natal planet uh, between 16 degrees and 19 degrees of Pisces in a water sign, Cancer or Scorpio or um this uh, Pisces, you know, it's a flowing time, although it can be a very, it's a very intuitive time, but it can also act as a confusing time, but that's what intuition is, right? It's a, it's a, it's a learned time to trust, but the mutable signs here will create a little bit more uh, difficulty and those mutable signs, which would create the squares are the um, Gemini, the uh, Virgo and Sagittarius. So those would create squares to anybody having 16 to 19 of those. And what signs. would that feel like? Um, a, a little bit tighter, a little bit un, trying to get uh, like on a goggles deadline? on. Yeah. No, just feel, feeling, maybe feeling lost. Okay. Right. Um, have they've been feeling lost possibly these last five months? Things are, they're, they're, you're going to start moving into new territory here in a little bit. So you're, it's not so, mucky or murky. Okay. You know, when you walk into fresh water and you're hanging I'd, out there I'd in a way while. rather <laughs> swim in fresh water than murky, <laughs> swampy water. <laughs> okay. So then moving on to Thursday, November 28th. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. We have yeah. two transits on this day. The yeah, first one yeah, is yeah. Mercury. And they're really nice ones. They're really nice uh, transits today. These are both trines. Right. Yeah. So the first one is Mercury trying Neptune. This is at 3.52 a.m. I know personally my turkey will be in the oven here. <laughs> By that time. So mm-hmm. it's beginning to understand both of these planets, Mercury has just re- returned from the retrograde period. They're now start, Mercury is starting to move forward. Now so is Neptune just the day before. So these are immediately meeting up to aspect in a trine, which is easy energy. It's an easy way to get a grip on what they both need, mm-hmm. which is, you know, know what you now can imagine can be real. So um, it's, it's a better grip on understanding. It's a little bit more clear. Okay, so, and then next up we have... Venus trying Uranus. You name this beautiful change. I like this one. And we're going to actually do this um, for our Thanksgiving meal, our Thanksgiving dinner. I didn't know what your plan was. Um, Okay. This happens at 1226 PM. So right after noon. Um, And, you know, Venus trining Uranus, Uranus wanting more excitement, bringing more excitement to the social ability, to the loved ones that you're in 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 relationship with on this day. Um, so, you know, if you're hosting Thanksgiving dinner, which I am, um, plan some surprises. Uh, serve a different dish. I mean, you know, you know me. When you're it, very traditional oh, when it comes to Thanksgiving. Do not bring food <laughs> to my table on no, Thanksgiving. No, no, no. Um, I've got it, but I might throw in a few little twists because of today. Okay. You know what else I'll do? I'm going to make guests change seats before the dessert. So we have a different perspective of the table and the room. 
because I'll have it all decorated beautifully. So we're not sitting at the table this entire time because we end up yeah, sitting not, at the table for static. hours. Yeah, it isn't kind of hourly process Yeah, because <laughs> you have to go through your second plate of food. <laughs> then you have to go through your third. And yeah. all the cheers. Yes. and The then, toasts, um, the giving thanks. Play a game, you know, play something exciting, get involved, uh, you know, um, invite a new friend or someone you haven't seen in a while. Invite them to the table. I like it. Yeah. Okay. And so our final transit, Saturday, November 30th, Mercury sextile Saturn. This happens, boom, Saturday midnight-ish, um, 12, 12 a.m. Um, make projects happen. Now, remember, this is going forward. Our thinking mind, you know, our our Mercury mm-hmm. is responding easily to our structured mind, Saturn. Okay. So this leads to discussing long-term plans or any project that requires concentration or discipline. Um, it makes you more serious about what you're either reading or writing or thinking. So it's a really good time to take on a study course. Okay. You know, if there's something that you want to dive into, this is a time to stay on point with it. You know, having deadlines, you know, having tests or quizzes. This is really nice. Um, So you have like, like you were saying, a seriousness behind your words. So the promise is there. You're going to need to build. You're going to need to like follow them through and manifest them. Right. Yeah. Because you're thinking and your opinions and what you're learning and your understanding and you're getting things and you're, you're clipping quickly at a concentration that you are able to uh, attach to. Okay. So it's very good for, you know, reading and comprehending. Cool. I'm really excited for this week. Let's get it. Let's get it done. And Thanksgiving. Okay. So let's talk about some talisman times. You have finished up three talismans and the first one being the November 19th to celebrate life. Yes. To celebrate life. I wholeheartedly enjoy every part of my day. By being happy, I infect people I encounter and the good mood I leave on them. Yeah. Yeah. Because it really is true. Like a good mood (laughs) is infectious. And especially sometimes you need like a a really big good mood for it to be like infectious to enough people. Right. But it can, if you leave that one person to that one person to that one person, right? That whole paying it forward. Yes. Um, but later on that day, around uh, 1.38, I did a bracelet that says to increase the meaning of life. And remember, there's a bunch of life. It's positive increase of life this week because of using the Venus is um, applying to a conjunction with Jupiter in Sagittarius where Venus is just, you know, gathered and... Um, last week, this is. So I engage in real life experiences daily. My mental and emotional well-being are tuning in. Right. They're just, you know, figuring out that that frequency and right, understanding and I, the meaning of life. Increasing and there's a lot of that uptick. There's a lot of control there too, where the meaning of life is coming from an internal source as opposed to the external sources mm-hmm. of you know, we're not trying to appease anyone else for what they believe we should, or should we should how somehow like live our life. It's 
coming from an internal knowing uh, and a communication from that point. Right. That mental and emotional well-being, when they can blend together and tune in together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like this one. Yeah. Um, and it's really beautiful. It's beautiful blue, large bead. I did. Um, and then on Saturday, November 23rd, really, to this was one of the best charts of the year, to increase the upbeat feeling of life. I totally get what is happening now. This rising enthusiasm is surrounding me and my world. I actively invite those I encounter to join me. Right. Come along. Come on. Let's go. <laughs> Yeah. And I, last week we talked a lot about, you know, sometimes you just have to grab those people by the hand and bring them along with, Mm -hmm. and they're, they're more than happy to join in. It's just that little bump to get up over and onto the path that frees them. And I, we even saw that a little bit in the, while we, and I won't make this a too long of a story, but when we were in Iowa for the yoga and oneness festival, when a festival first begins, people are a little bit cautious. They're not really, you know, the first to talk or the first to cheer. And by the closing ceremony, yeah. I could, and I we weren't even there, but we could hear down the hallway people like going, woo, woo, woo. And yeah. a complete difference from the opening ceremony. So sometimes it's just getting over that little hurdle and then getting that, feeling and just keep repeating it and inviting people in and having it be a genuine feeling of Mm -hmm. loving life. Mm -hmm. The big circle of life. Yeah. So this is next week. So what's coming up, I'll be doing Tuesday, November 26th. We will be having the new moon in Sagittarius in a trine to Chiron. And these are, this is for, and this is a new moon mala. So it's 108 beads. This will take me about five hours. So I'll start this at 12.21 p.m. for idealistic ponderings of new and exciting spiritual journeys. Yeah. Looking into what um, could be exciting to, you know, go on to a different dimension, right? Like shooting for the moon. Maybe I should retitle that. (laughs) (laughs) No, I like that one a lot because, you know, when we can really think about what is this utopia, that I want to be living in because we really truly get to create a utopia. I mean, yes, we have these like material things around us that, you know, might not necessarily appeal to what we might believe a utopia is. However, the utopia lives within us. And when we can create those spiritual journeys that we are living on a day-to-day passage... Mm -hmm that's really exciting to really connect with that because then it really doesn't matter. Like the material realm does not matter anymore. You you make me laugh here because what have I said all day and like really all weekend because we just got back from this five-day tour. Mm -hmm. I like, here we are at the recording studio, love to see Aaron, love to come to my Jazz Fuzz studio, love to do my recording. I can't wait to go home. (laughs) Like my spiritual journey, I need to kind of take within tonight because I feel like I've been out there, you know, taking people by the hand. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. So now I'm like, I can't wait to do my own spiritual journey. I think it's a bath soak. (laughs) I think it's a bath soak. I hope you're not coming home tonight. (laughs) Um, So yeah, let me continue on. Let me. Right. Okay. So work to do here. (laughs) Right. Wednesday, November 27th, you're making two talismans. The first one being to vision through an artist's lens. Yeah. I really like this one already. Yes. Yeah. This is again, the, you know, we got, we've got, 
Sun and Sag, Moon and Sag, Jupiter and Sag. Uh, we got Neptune coming up over the horizon. This is happening at 1.15 on Wednesday, November 27th. I create using my imagination and my hands functioning as one total masterpiece. I am able to produce when I imagine. Ooh. I mean, for me, that is all about flow. It's about stamping out the critical aspect because you cannot have that really when you're creating art. You know, even, I mean, that's when a writer's block happens. That's when you're Mm -hmm. staring at the blank canvas and just you give up before you even put paint on it Mm -hmm. because you're, you're talking too much to your, you know, inner critic. However, when you were talking about that, that, that fluidity of, um, you know, all being one, mm-hmm. that is cool. Yeah, the imagination in the in my hands. Yes. Functioning as one total masterpiece. Yay. Together where you're letting these do the work. Right. You know, you're and you're you're working, you're seeing it through an artist lens and the yep. imagination is now creating. Yeah. Right. I've got all that to vision, artist lens, create, imagination, functioning, masterpiece, produce, imagine, like yes. all these keywords that I had to put in. And, and this is this is the sentence, the two sentences that showed up on the page. For me, right, you know, when I was writing this. And I and I love that too. And anytime that I have really looked behind the scenes to an artist and they're talking about their own work. They kind of have this message, this overall line that runs straight through all of their pieces. And it's so succinct and it's so definitive. Like um, there was a documentary on fluid artistry and there was this um, artist who did these... um, kind of installations where the wind would take these big sheets and Mm -hmm. they would fly up and down. And just the way that he spoke about his art, you knew that he was an artist because he had this message to send to people. And I think that that is so important to have that artistic lens of saying, this is my message that I want to be known for. Boom. Right. And and again, there's no one to say that's not the message that is being delivered. And it may not be your message, but it's that one person's message. Right. Right. Yeah. And then the other talisman you're making that day to get a grip on understanding. <laughs> to get a grip. To get a grip. Yeah. We is, could just end it there. <laughs> <laughs> this is at 11.57 p.m. This is almost um, at midnight. I now know that what I have been daydreaming about can be real. So go back and look at those journals, those dream journals, if you've been catching those and writing those in the mornings. Mm-hmm. So you're able to start understanding and putting this and this and this, and it's starting to mold into a uh, something you can recognize. Right. Right. So because it can be real, because we're talking about the this, the, we're going after this day where we have that Mercury in a trine to Neptune. They've both been in retrogrades, particularly Neptune, for five months. Mm-hmm. And Mercury's been, this is the second time Mercury's been in a retrograde while, while Neptune's been in a retrograde. So now they're both coming out and going, oh my gosh, there you are. Hi, I've been missing you. Mm-hmm. I've been he- heading backwards. And, <laughs> and you, when I'm going forward, you're heading backwards. So now we're coming together and we get to meet in a beautiful trime. So we're now being able to get a grip on understanding. Maybe I should say to get a handshake. 
in order. So yeah, those are the three three past and the three upcoming. I'm excited about those. Then on the horizon. So I want to give you all a quick update on our 2020 calendars. We only have a couple left. <laughs> they went, they, they, they zoomed out of our hands this weekend. They really did. So the planners are completely gone and the wall calendars, aka desk calendars, we only have a couple left. You want these calendars mainly because it is going to give you a day-to-day basis of what is going on astrologically. It's pretty much the calendar version of what we're saying here. We explain it a little bit more on this podcast, but you can follow along with us as you're planning your weeks ahead. Especially if you're attending any of our cosmic trends that we do. We've got our Q1 coming out in December and... Um, I think that's December 21st. So you'll want to mark your calendars for that. Um, If you're working with me, particularly in the quarterlies that I just recently opened up, um, I mean, I just got a dozen or so over the weekend. Mm -hmm. So um, I still have some openings for quarterlies and this is where I'll be talking to you for four times a year. Right. And I give you three, every time I talk to you, I give you three months of dates. And I have you put a smiley face or a no face. And on the day of that no face, you're going to fill in that smiley face, happy face, not so good face, surprise face, a sad face, because that means that there's a challenge will occur that day, but it'll be your attitude around it. So you'll need that this calendar to follow that. Um, yeah. I agree. And talk a little bit about those quarterly readings that you are opening up for everybody. So a quarterly reading means I'm following you for a year, or maybe you're going to come on again for the second year. But I first do the first maybe 10 minutes of the one hour call. We go over an overview of what's been happening, what is still happening, and when that will be over. And I'm really looking at long-term transits. These are maybe I'm looking at a Mars transit, a Jupiter, Saturn, uh, Neptune, Uranus, and Pluto. Mm-hmm. Then I get into the zodiacal releasing of looking at your life as a book and looking through chapters, looking through loosening of the bonds, looking through f- foreshadowing periods, looking through completion periods. Why is it valuable to them? Because it, it, it's already written, so to speak. And by looking at these dates, when you can, when I can see a change of events, a turn of events, there's always something that will occur, especially when we can go backwards. If they've never done their zodiacal releasing, I can look back and see up to this point how many turns in the road they've taken and sure there's a, there's a date there that something has occurred. So then we can look forward to the next turn. Um, and then I spend time doing about three months of dates where I look for their perfected year. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is another um, Time Lord technique uh, that I give them dates. Then I go through those same three months again and I look for any difficult uh, squares or oppositions or conjunctions that would be challenging days because I think it's, I, I believe that we're anticipating life to be easy. So I want to bring up, I'm not really looking at all the great days you're having. I'm looking at the ones that you're needing to um, see really the challenge focus. and be aware of any of the challenges because you're here for growth. Right. Um, and then I go through those those dates again and I look for that long-term 
uh, planet that is just may, might be sticking with you for the whole year. And we watch that planet in operation going through its retrograde periods, the direct periods, and when it will be finished and what, what it's actively doing for you throughout the year. Okay. And then I ask questions. So there'll be a few dates I'll have you. So you're looking at your calendar. You're writing these in. When that day comes, you fill something out on your calendar, whether you have the calendar we're selling or you already own it. Right. But I'll I'll say these, this, these are the dates I'm going to ask you about next time we talk. Right. Because that has a flow into the following reading and the following reading after that. And so this is overall just an like an exercise an exercise of awareness where we can really get clear on how we're behaving, what's going on around us and w- the really thing that we can control is the way that we re- react to it, the way that we take on the challenge, the way that we revel in the joy and and and, and also just as a example that's coming to mind um, I worked with somebody um, a year for uh, one whole year and she was actually a monthly client. And when we first started, she was asking about something about, you know, breaking free from her marriage. And when I looked at her chart, she had something going on that I said, give me one year and we'll talk about it then. And in that year that we worked together, mm-hmm. by the time we were done, she said, oh my God, thank you. You saved my marriage because I would not let her, I gave her dates where she was not permitted to mention it, say it, call an attorney, you know, blast out to her husband that she wanted out. Uh, she, she, with patience, love and calmness and respect herself mm-hmm. got through this period and she's like, oh my gosh, I was just in a fog. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So something like that. Yeah. So in a transition or even just wanting to really engage on a day-to-day level uh, in your life. I mean, you know, I think I everyone with, could want that. I worked with someone in working as a quarterly and this woman wanted to literally not quit her job, but ask for a transfer to a part of the country she wanted to move. Um, and so we gave her dates to ask her boss, dates to actually put her house on the market. And she is now successfully in position in this new place with a new relationship um, because she knew, knew she needed to leave because that's where her love was living. She didn't know it at the time. So, so it's also just a, a form a, of a, empowerment it's too. It's an accumulated, and not just one reading, which you know you can't get a whole lot done in one hour. So my quarterlies I love. And even the monthlies as well. Well, monthlies too, of course. So of course we have the readings online sign up in the links below if you guys are interested in finding out more. Of course, let me know if you have any questions. So November 28th, we are having a Black Friday special. And this is going to be our mm-hmm. our website is going to be hot, hot, hot. And we are doing this because we really love you guys. We're we are giving, thanking you. Yes. We love you. So we want to give you guys the first known facts about what we know about our Friday Black Friday special. It is going to be wonderful. You are going to make sure that you are on our website for Black Friday, because there is something very nice that you will like. So, um, do they get? Will they get an email? 
You'll also get an email if you are on our mailing list. Right. So a really easy way to get on the mailing list is go to intentionbeads.com and then scroll all the way to the bottom. There's going to be a little pop-up for you that says, hey, do you want to join our mailing list? And that's what you do. Okay. Also another pro tip, make sure to put your birth date in there because we are going to be giving you a reminder on your solar return time. We wish you happy birthday about two weeks in advance. Two weeks in in advance. In case you forgot. (laughs) So, um, yes. Anyway, moving on. December 21st, we have the Cosmic Trends Q1, and this is the start of 2020. We love this event. One, because it's free. You guys get to Mm -hmm. really get so much information similar to here on the podcast on upcoming dates, what's going on and why you care. Um, However, we get a special guest in with us and her name is Susan Goodell. Sandy and Susan are pretty much like... We're the Pisces and the Capricorn. We're really like water and earth. We're mud. Yeah. They're fun <laughs> together. They're not so muddy. They're very fun <laughs> together. They banter off of each other. You can clearly see that Susan is a very grounded Capricorn, very organized. And Sandy over there, the artist, you know, flowy. Flowing, intuitive. Yes. Yeah. So um, it's a great sight to see. We would love for you to be there. This is a very special one because December 21st, it's going to be the Q1. And every first quarter, we make it a really big deal. So if you you pre-register, we send you a little gift from us for the new year to really set your intentions. So um, make sure to click that link and register. Then... January 4th to the 11th, this is another, this is this is the really upping the scale if you want to set your intentions on a, a really real basis. Then January 4th to the 11th, we have our Mexico retreat in La Ventana, Mexico. So That's awesome. I know. Let's get, let's tell them a little bit about the theme. What are we going to be doing there? Well, because of the big astrological connection that's happening January 12th is that Saturn-Pluto conjunction in Capricorn. We have titled it Building Building New Roots. roots. So these are going to be roots that are going to be like impenetrable to the storms, to the wind patterns that are going to be happening around us. But we are really digging deep and finding those foundations that we can build upon. So this is going to be an opportunity for you to set intentions Mm -hmm. that are pretty much impenetrable, that (laughs) are, are stable, reliable, and sturdy. Yes. Yes. And so we welcome you to join us on this incredible, dependable (laughs) retreat. And um, I mean, if you haven't heard about our retreat, Marcella is the, you know, retreat space owner. owner. Yeah. And she's a client of mine. That's how we know each other. And so there is an astrological interview that we did with Marcella and listen to it because this this eco luxury resort is incredible. And I mean, you're literally looking out on the Sea of Cortez out your window every single morning that you wake up and you the sun rises. You can actually go supporting outside there every morning, which we do. 
And it's so funny because it's it's well known for the wind patterns that are that there's so the wind surfers. Right. Because the the kite surfers are there for the wind. However, in the mornings it's placid. I mean, it's crystal clear. There's barely any waves. And yeah. every single time, every single morning that I would go out there on the set board, it felt like an adventure. I mean, like this like calming adventure of me and the water and this sunrise, this beautiful sunrise that was just, mm. and nobody else is there on the beach. It's peaceful. It's peaceful. There is not You don't people. even have to go supporting. Just get up, go lay on the lounge chair, watch the sunrise. There's no one around. I mean, we are really in this in this space where it is not touristy. No, it's we are, not. When we call it even a resort, it's not like there's people coming and going and nope. trays and, and, you know, no suntan boys, you know. no lotion boys. Um, but we go into this really beautiful sacred space because we're teaching astrology. We have a morning yoga. Uh, we are not a yoga retreat, but we offer yoga every morning uh, and eat pescatarian, all three meals. Uh, um, listen, or, just do yourself a favor and listen to the astrological up in interview. The morning, go into bed early, um, just a beautiful, wonderful time for Jan- a January trip. It is. And if you are interested, of course, Sandy has the opportunity to give you a retreat astrological reading. So what that means is she is talking to you about what is going on in your chart during this retreat. Mm-hmm. Why do you want to go? What is going to be happening? Uh, you know, How is this going to really be aiding to your next best, next best self. Mm-hmm. So um, join us. We would love to have you. Of course, the link is in the description. January 25th, we have an online webinar happening. It's called Your Solar Powered Year. And um, this is where we map out an entire year just for your sun sign what transits you're going to be having and you're documenting along with this um, PDF that we've created just for you. It's a whole year. And what's so really cool is anyone that joined us last year does not need to join us this year because this solar powered year shows where this transiting sun, which is on its regular pattern, it stays day to day, right? One degree, basically one degree equals a day. So I know what where the sun is and where it will be aspecting your natal chart every single um, year. So you'll use this this webinar from year mm-hmm. to year to year to year. Right. And it's you only have to do it once. The, the, all the worksheets, all the dates I give you. Um, I give that to you in advance, but then I review it during the webinar. Yes. Okay, next and final, we have our journey to Bali. And you all need to know that the early bird is ending November 30th. That's happening this week. Your $300 savings will be gone. So make sure to get your retreat reading with Sandy and we can honor that price you once want you schedule. You want this extra $300. It'll be like a thousand extra dollars in your pocket when you get to Bali to Absolutely. buy gifts for yourself, your friends, invest in some beautiful artwork there, some Balinese jewelry, the Bali sterlings. And finally, we are opening the door into our house. Welcome in. Welcome, Welcome in. in. Did I tell you I'm happy to be home? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we did just finish our tour um, of Iowa. Iowa. 
Yeah. And we do it every year. And I love Dubuque. And I love the people that show up and the ones that come up and say hello and welcome us again and again. And we ran a whole day presentation Mm -hmm. on Friday and we had a talisman ceremony. We taught actually the first in the morning, we taught astrology. 101, 101, 202, and 303. We did it all. We did it all in one morning. And then the afternoon, we went over everybody's natal chart and to see what's actually happening in their chart. We threw it, the big projector on the the Mm -hmm. wall and we're pointing and showing. And I saw, I saw so many, as you would say, aha moments for those attendees, just because going through the, the basics of astrology is, is one of those, you know, kind of like mind blowing Mm -hmm. experiences Mm -hmm. when you do have it, because it all makes sense. And it's just a way to put to words all of the archetypal knowledge that we already know, but it's, it's kind of learning a different language, but this is like a psychological language. So it's very interesting. And, and you get, you'll get different parts of it all at different times. Like, oh, I get, I understand that. Cool. I'm on point. And then, uh, you know, hours later, it's like, oh, I just got another depth of that. That's yes. really cool. Yes. Oh, and that's how it works for me. Oh, that totally makes sense. Yes. Yeah. So we did our rounds in Iowa. It was absolutely amazing. Yeah. We also did a little tour in Moline, Illinois, where we had a talisman ceremony there. Um, Shout out to Revive Cafe. You guys make this awesome juice called Renew. Oh, no. Uh, uh, their protein bites. The protein bites were so good. I'm calling for that recipe. Yes, we need to get I that recipe. I hope they give it to me. <laughs> and yes, delicious foods. And we also did a talisman ceremony there in like the back yoga room. And um, it was it was really she wonderful. Had a full house. It was very impressive. Michelle, you're doing a beautiful job there. Yes. Yeah. She just had a grand opening ceremony a couple weeks ago. We had yeah. um, two other mom-daughter trios. And then even at the Midwest Oneness Yoga Festival, we had a mother-daughter mm-hmm. crew in there as well. Yeah, we're, we're, we're start, we're, we have been actually attracting right. that. And we keep saying we're promising some sort of mother-daughter retreat and everybody says they're, they're on board. So it has to, it, it has to happen. <laughs> we, we've been we've talking been about it. it for so long. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, I think we're very good at being mother and daughter. So I think that we would have at least a few things to, you know, teach. I don't know about teaching, but experience with all these other mothers and daughters just who in we operation. would then in turn yeah. learn from them. Yeah. So it's just how often would you get that? I don't, I've never heard of a retreat for mother daughter. Have mm-hmm. you? No, I haven't. So no. there you go. Of course, email me if you are interested in this soon yeah. to be, we don't know when, retreat for mother and daughters. So finally, I wanted to get your famous opinion on your absolute favorite holiday, Thanksgiving. It's, what, what, what do you, what's your question? It's, it is my favorite Let's of see. all time. When did you have, when did you host your first Thanksgiving? And do you remember it? Did it go awry? Was it perfect? Tell me. It was well, I've been going to Cincinnati, you know, to, to my mom and dad. My mom always, always, always had Thanksgiving. But it was probably about when, Alex, when you were about like five years old that I decided we were just going to go home for Christmas so that I decided that we were going to have Thanksgiving. And I, we didn't have a, di- we didn't have a dining room in, mm-hmm. the, in the house that mm-hmm. we lived on in Northfield. But 
um, I wanted, I had this vision of this beautiful Thanksgiving table, but I don't have a, I don't have a Thanksgiving, I had a kitchen table, but I wanted, so remember that I found at one of the churches, like rummage, rummage sales, I, I went over was to Was that this, like the pull out yes. with the leaves? That, yes. that thing was genius. I wish you still had it because it would just- I almost saved it. It almost just looked like a little cabinet. It looked like a credenza of some sort. And when you opened the, you know, you opened the cabinet, there were leaves. There were probably about- Eight or eight, nine. Yeah. T- eight to 10 leaves. And you, and you just kept opening this, opening this, opening it and the leaves. And it ended up with this like 10 to 12 foot- dining room table or whatever increment you wanted to use. Right. And we would push this whole thing out and there'd be four of us sitting at this dining room table. It felt like we were like- I made everybody get dressed up. We were in like medieval times too because there was like (laughs) candelabras and the lighting was perfect and like it was a feast. It was a feast. Yeah. And we had that- that, And in in the morning because I would have- I would make sure everybody got up early- and I had this big board. Remember, I had the big poster board up of our over. itinerary. You had an itinerary <laughs> for Thanksgiving, and then you had all these crafts on the coffee table of scissors and glue mm-hmm. and magic markers and things. And while you and Andrew, it's like I had a school, but no, I just had two children sitting there mm-hmm. and making cards. When we we and Tim and I were there too, and we were making cards to put at um, our our dining room table that we would gift to each other. And we were watching the parade and-, and It was so great. Then we set the table and then, and then remember, um, everybody would have to get, take a shower, get ready. Like very leave, ready. Like almost like, like- Dress up. Yes, dressed up, like for almost like going to a wedding of some sort, but we're just having dinner at home. But then we leave the house. Yes. And we would go somewhere. And no, of course, no place really is open on Thanksgiving. So we ended up going to cemeteries. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Oh yeah. Sometimes we'd go to church, but when it wasn't so 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 cold, we would go to cemeteries and walk around and you know just give kind of give thanks or just curiosity mm-hmm. and you know interest and and who is laying here along these and it wasn't too morbid. No, it wasn't it was, at all. It was very interesting, you know, for such a young kid as myself just to be in a cemetery because that would normally, I don't know, maybe parents don't bring kids to cemeteries too often. And I don't know that, well, my mom never did that for me. It got my brain going, you know? So it was kind of like, look at all these people that came before Mm -hmm. and look at this opportunity that I have that they had too. I wonder what they did with theirs. Mm-hmm. And so you would was, try and get information yeah. and you see families. Well, then we, would, we wouldn't be out long, but the idea was to leave the house and be Goldilocks. Mm-hmm. And as we arrived back at the house, we acted as if we were guests in our own house, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. No, it was, a, it was a huge was perspective shift. It was like... It was like you could smell the smells that had been cooking all day, but but you got used to them because you were in the house all day, right? And so, like having the getting dressed up, walking in, and being a guest in your own home—that was cool. It, it's been my favorite holiday. Uh, the last two Thanksgivings, um, my mom has wanted to have what she called, you know, one last Thanksgiving because <laughs> she stopped having them for a while. 
But then my dad couldn't travel because of his stenosis. And then she's like, San, are you thinking what I'm thinking? I'm like, oh, mom, are you wanting another Thanksgiving? She's like, let's have one more. And it went so well. And then it was like, how about one, another one last Thanksgiving? Right. And then it ended up that last year was truly the last Thanksgiving. Uh, and then, you know, dad, my dad died. So my mom is this year going to see her, you know, your cousin, mm-hmm. Elizabeth in Olympia um, with my sister, Lori. So my mom's going to now start traveling for her Thanksgivings and she'll not have another Thanksgiving now that dad's gone. Now that she's hosted. So and yeah, it's my favorite holiday. It is. It's such a beautiful holiday because really there's not a whole lot of pretenses. You don't have to go and buy all the gifts. I mean, really you're just going to the grocery store and you're, you're buying like three, $400 worth of, you know, all of the things. But, um, but really, you're just you're sitting around a table as if it were any other dinner, but this is just so special that you get to say the special things and you get to feel the special way. And that to me is just so simplistically um, wonderful. Yeah, and it's, the, it's how you learn to cook. It is how I learned to cook, so in, in a very grand scale. And it's also how I learned that I didn't like shrimp for a very, very long time. <laughs> <laughs> and then I started to like it as my mm-hmm. taste buds had changed. And, but it, every single year, yeah. you and dad would always pay me a quarter mm-hmm. if I would try the shrimp. And I did, the shrimp cocktail. And it was, I didn't like the way it looked. I didn't like the way it smelled. I didn't like anything about it. Right, but it was the only, because that's the one one dinner you you should not have hors d'oeuvres, right? There's just, there isn't room to have this entire meal. Right. You can't fill up. So we always had shrimp cocktail prior to A very light. So kind of light, Mm -hmm. not real fulfilling. And really, I think everyone's like appetizers are just like, while you're cooking, you're te- you're tasting this stuffing, oh, but then yeah. you think it just needs a little something, but you taste it again, <laughs> and then yeah. you have taste the mashed potatoes. But this year, you're going to the turkey trot. Yes, we used to do that for a while, and then we I, we kind of gave that up. And I I, I re reinvigorated that tradition for mm-hmm. me of just getting up early, doing the five k. And so far, I think I've done it more often by myself than with people. Yeah, good luck to you. Good luck to you, Alex. <laughs> and, but it makes me feel good. It yeah. makes me feel really um, hungry <laughs> and um, justified where I can, you know, get that second plate and not feel do, so do guilty. Do you run by a cemetery by any chance? Hmm... Pay attention. I don't. Yeah. Maybe I they'll don't. put you on a different track this but time. But they do put me on a different track every year. So uh-huh. I will look at that. But um, I think so that's all. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Yes. We're so excited. You get to be with family, friends. I know last year our friend Stan was um, at our mm-hmm. table. Yeah. Um, he's been at our table several times um, in our relationship. And he will and, be there this year And in he'll spirit. be there again because there is a memorial here in um, Chicago several days after Thanksgiving. So um, he'll be nearby. So So, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. We love you. We hope you love us back. If you do love us, make sure to give us a review. We love the five-star ones. That's just our preference. (laughs) But um, of course, let me know if you have any questions, info at intentionbeads.com or private message us on Instagram at intentionbeads. We'll see you next time. And thank you for listening to this episode of Astrological Intentions. Gobble, gobble.